Did he just switch glasses? Yeah, he put on his podcasting glasses. <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's like Mr. Rogers when Mr. Rogers comes home and he takes off one pair of shoes and puts on a different these pair are, of shoes. These are computer glasses. Ah. And so fancy. if I don't, like, if you guys are blurry with my progressives. Ah. My other, my other glasses are my masturbatory glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and they have windshield wipers. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart. Welcome to History Defeats Itself. My name is Kevin Rosenquist. Thank you for joining us uh, tonight. We are a comedy podcast that wonders why we never seem to learn from our history. Of course, I am joined by two men who are the only two people that I know of who are being indicted for more things than Donald Trump, Greg and John. How are you guys? Really good. Hey, guys. It kind of looks like you're playing. It kind of looks like you're playing the keyboard. keyboard. I'm I'm playing the intro. (laughs) I would just like to say in our defense, what really fucked us up was the uh, RICO statute. (laughs) Was that what it was? If not for that, then we would have five indictments. In fairness, it's very confusing. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Like, they should really, they should have signs up all over a city about what crimes (laughs) are crimes and what are not crimes. Okay. Need more clarification. Yes. You know, they say ignorance of the law is no excuse. Bullshit. (laughs) That's our defense. (laughs) Bullshit. I didn't know I couldn't just walk around grabbing women by the pussies. I had no idea. If you can't do that, what do you got these things for? (laughs) Good enough for for me, goddammit. America. America. How are you guys? They're my flag hanging hands (laughs) and my pussy grabbers. Oh, that's... It's going to get us canceled. We're taking back America. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it, too. Yep. Sexual assault. That's sexual assault. America I'm doing really well. With sexual sure. assault and racism. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes, by the way. This this podcast does contain a certain element of satire. Mm. Mm. Can you spell that backwards? Nope. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch that spell that movie, that spelling bee movie with Jason Bateman? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But it's uh, a good movie. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. But it's I don't good. think so. You should tune it in, man. Just Google Jason Bateman spells or something. Okay, like the B or something like I don't remember what the fuck, but it's good. Well, good. I'm glad you liked it, John. How, how are, are you? you? Do- I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I'm doing well as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, now that yes. we got that out of the way. Yes. Okay, good. I We're am well. sweating. I'm sweating profusely because I, I'm in a 94 degree house. 94. You don't look sweaty. It's all. It's getting caught in the beard. John's John's like a dog. He just pants and then and that's how he sweats. <laughs> all yeah. sweat comes out of his paws. Yeah. <laughs> his pads. Well, I, got, I don't know about you guys, but I, I breathe out of my gills. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I haven't evolved to that yet. Give it time. Follow us on social media. We're on TikTok and although I haven't posted on TikTok in forever. What and is TikTok? Uh, well, last well last episode we apologize. Um, Greg's audio, uh, video got all fucked up. It was hey. all Greg's. It was all Greg's fault. What did I? Oh, I Greg, are you? Now. I don't think we're recording anymore. What? what? Oh, it's weird because like my I'm not showing like you know how normally like it shows like the little like people's voices going up and down and stuff on the bars on the bottom. How do you look, Kevin? You look good. Because <laughs> my end, it doesn't look good. I can see you're recording just fine, John Banks. Okay. I hope this is, that's the case. This is like helping my mom attach a file to an email. <laughs> how do you? How do, okay, I have a question. How do you get the paper in the computer to attach it? Use a 3D printer, <laughs> but, but put it in reverse. I think you want a 4D, a fourth You want dimension. a reverse shredder. Yeah. <laughs> Or just put the shredder you have in reverse. <laughs> yeah, that right. does put it back together. A few people yes. realize that. I do that with money. All right, it's Can I get Greg's going? turn. It's Greg's turn. Yes, so fucking go. I'm tired of tired of listening to you guys. Ah, shit. I'm Never a, mind. Just I'm go. Gonna start, I'm going to start now. Angry Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Co-hosts and historians. I was very fired up in the intro. All right, let's go. Co-hosts and historians.
John Banks was the inspiration for this episode of HDI. Oh. So obviously on its face, it's going to be terrible. Oh, is it the history of handsome? <laughs> yeah, that you're definitely the before. Oh, why? No, mm. he's the he's like the post handsomeness with that beard. Wait, that makes him extra handsome. No, it's post handsome. Oh, he went from handsome to ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a, it's a bell curve. Oh, started he ugly. Used to be at the got top incredibly of handsome. Yeah. back to ugly. He was he was a really ugly kid. Mm-hmm. So now yeah, he's getting very, in. Very attractive middle aged man. Now not so much. <laughs> now he's leading the class in used to be handsome. <laughs> Everyone's mad at him. Stupid John wrecked the curve. <laughs> All right. John actually inspired me in two different ways from his last topic. This episode's going to be John and Banks heavy, by the way. So buckle I like in. it. <laughs> um, the first way <laughs> was that he discussed. I. I Omitting an insult, John, so just know that I'm trying to be nice. It's hard. Aw, <laughs> <The>, thanks. The, <laughs> yeah, that's the first way, sweet. <laughs> first way is that he discussed someone, I can't remember who, that posited history came around in cycles and were certainly fated to repeat them in a pretty regular manner. I kind of like that episode because any topic that challenges free will kind of makes my ears perk up. But besides that, his topic was the very fiber of what we try to accomplish at HDI, getting to whether or not history does defeat itself or if we can make a change. Before I get to my topic, I'll explain how John inspired it. Inspired the topic. You ready, John? This is just Um, for you. This is going on way too long. (laughs) Kevin, you can leave. (laughs) Can I leave too? John, I love you. Oh, I don't want to go then. I want to stay. Okay. Tell me more. This is going to get ugly for a second, but I promise it'll have a positive ending, John. <laughs> I don't believe you. John I just feel like this is, has consistently... this is a way to get me to not interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Just, I just keep lavishing compliments it's gonna on It's going to be you. mean, but then it's going to go, it's going to turn. Don't worry. That's how, that's how abusers operate. <laughs> that's true. I'm sorry. I'm He's sorry. He's going to do the shit sandwich, only the shit's on the, on the, on the outside. <laughs> the shit's the bread. <laughs> the shit's the bread. So he's going to be also, mean, then nice, then he's going back to mean. Also, yeah. I got a deal on the shit, so the shit's also in the middle. <laughs> well, okay. a lot of people don't know shit is gluten free. So. <laughs> okay. and, and John has IBS. Yep. So it's, <laughs> Probably because of the so shit sandwiches. So there's plenty to work with. <laughs> For me eating too many shit sandwiches. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Okay, John. This is where it gets serious, guys, and it's really mean towards John, so pay attention. (laughs) John, for one, has consistently challenged the way that I viewed how we should produce and construct our shows. When John presents a topic, my opinion, (laughs) and you have to remember, (laughs) it is more importantly, or was my opinion, Mm. he took himself and his views way too seriously, and that kind of bothered me. The reason why, wouldn't it be funny if my thing cut out right now and I never got to the good part. <laughs> the reason why is because the relationship that I've had with John for what, 13 years? Is it 13 years? Probably more than 13 years, right, John? I mean, now, yeah, we've known each other almost like 16 and a half. So, so for 16 years, the 16, relationship we've had. 16 years, three months, four, four days. <laughs> Who's counting? Let me check. Let me check my John Banks's naked calendar. Um. <laughs> Wait, okay, so we, well, are we you not going to come up with a better title than that? That's very specific. <laughs> it's a very little, it's a little wordy. <laughs> it's a little wordy, but I know what I mean. <laughs> okay, the reason why we get along so well is because we share the same stupid sense of humor, which is pretty mature, but also kind of vulnerable. Right, John? Would you agree with Did that? Did you say, say pretty true. mature? Immature. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> right. You're like, I got to, whoa, 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 back this truck up. <laughs> So anyway, I, I thought like going in, I knew everything about John. And when the two of us, along with stupid Kevin, decided to do a podcast, it really kind of surprised me that John took on topics that were very heady and on their face, not very funny. As a matter of fact, he kind of left me and Kevin to do all the fucking heavy lifting and make it funny. True. So I kind of Well, because you guys went on and on about how funny you are and could say, and you always told me, no matter what, you can make anything funny. Well, I guess you couldn't. We didn't (laughs) want you to fucking have to do a a podcast about dirt, though, because that's hard (laughs) to make funny. But you did it anyway. Dirt. Did Did we do dirt? I don't think we did, but that's next week. Good, good, because that's my next topic. (laughs) So I kind of dismissed John's topics. While we were recording. And I don't mean completely. I enjoy the conversations and learning. But I definitely put up a block wall in my thinking about John. I always thought his better strength was his humor. 
that is until this past episode where I had an epiphany. Oh, no. That can't John, be good, John. You can use a cream to get rid of that. <laughs> to get rid of epiphanies? <laughs> yes. John well, isn't... Epiphanies uh, related to John. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I, right. Well, here's the thing. You don't get rid of them. They don't go away. You, just, <laughs> you tamp t- down the breakout. That's what you're doing. Forever. <laughs> like hemorrhoids? <laughs> just my get... epiphanies. Any epiphany you get from me is going to be with you until the end of your life. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like a fat cell, And it cell will too. flare up at the worst <laughs> times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're under stress, it's <laughs> really when it's going to come out. Some people get sciatica. Other people get John epiphanies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the epiphany I had. John isn't funny either. Okay, that was a bad joke. <laughs> I mean, oh, that was a joke. Yeah, that part was a joke. That that really I mean, that one. You, John, you want to redo John, that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> My timing was off because it you guys off. threw in all their John hemorrhoid jokes. Wait, Those were pretty me. good too. They were way better than your joke. <laughs> as as the podcast should be working. That's that means it's effective. Okay, I'm setting you up. I mean, John shared solid information and insight about his topic and my opinion and my mind change. So during the last episode, John, you actually really kind of knew what you were talking about. And I I realized I never fucking gave you proper credit for for doing that. Like I never really liked that part of John <laughs> until I let myself like that part of John. And then it gave me a new reason to love John. So okay, I know it sounds like I'm being really hard on him. Are you are you deep down really really bigoted against the? Or I guess maybe xenophobic against the South because maybe because I was from the South. You're like, how could that stupid idiot from the South know anything? No, it's that's what I feel with, like. I'm going to turn this into race. <laughs> I've always liked the Duke boys. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, hey. I wasn't too happy about them painting the Confederate flag on the roof of their car, but they, yeah, yeah, I like hey, but they got a hold of a lot of dynamite and they would jump bridges. <laughs> Some That's, good old boys. Yep. Never doing no harm. Never doing Mm-mm. no harm. The chassis of that car was incredibly strong. <laughs> <laughs> so how how did this happen? How did I start? respecting john did something change within me that allowed my mind to change or did something external happen that informed my change before we get to the answer i may as well get to the topic it's yeah it's how to change your mind or i guess how to change my mind (laughs) we're doing another episode about greg that greg is leading yeah, I'm. Just, it's about. It's for anybody. It's how does anyone? How does one change one's mind? All right. That's just be. I mean, mean, do you want an answer? I I did a bunch of research. No, okay. Okay. So we should wait. Feel free to jump in with because you might. I mean, it's not like revelatory information, but it's it's kind of cool when I found it. Go ahead. Drawn if you got um, some. I you, I think usually the best way to change someone's mind is to ask questions that make them think. I prefer That's. threats. <laughs> That's yeah. I like Kevin's people, way better. <laughs> people do respond well to threats. They do. <laughs> yeah. You can beat an opinion into somebody if you That's want. True. Absolutely. Or at least get them to on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Believe it. <laughs> well, the inside doesn't matter. It's exactly. whatever you... It might not be in their heart, <laughs> but it's going to come out of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's Don't right. really give a shit about their heart. I believe they call that re-education camps. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. They call that waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, let's see here. There are so many incredible benefits of challenging oneself to a shift in opinions. Even if your mind doesn't change, at least you've delved into thinking about your alignments, both logically and emotionally. And if we are not to defeat ourselves as individuals or as a society, it'd be a good idea to have some flexibility in our thinking to not spend all of our time looking for handles to fly off of when someone offends our delicate sensibilities. And yes, that's, it's very, very, this is very uh, uh, appropriate these days for sure. I feel like you are coming at me aggressively uh, with microaggressions, um, not full aggressions. I got to go macro. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go, go I, aggressively with microaggressions? I, I mean, you aggressively microaggress. <laughs> So I do prefer my aggression in the micro form because I want it to be very clear that you are upset with me. So screaming and cursing is encouraged. Okay. 
Yeah. That's that's how you're able to kind of Cuz I, I yeah, I don't understand. I don't I don't get social cues or nuance. So, <laughs> so if I, I need... smile and say that I think you're a giant piece of shit, you'll just be like, "Oh, thanks. thank you. Thanks." Yeah. I am. I am a giant piece of shit. You're, you're right. right, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you you keep talking beautiful smile, man. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, how how do we change our minds? I'll try to answer that question specifically to the John Banks example. And the episode will be science and psychologically based information sharing. Mm. And you guys are more than welcome to participate. Since, you're here. <laughs> since we're here. Yeah. yeah. Since, yeah. since you're here. I could have done it alone. But I was going to knit a sweater, but since I'm holding start my own podcast. So I'm, I, can I interject? No. Please okay. don't. Oh, again? Okay. <laughs> I thought you said no. Now go ahead. Well, What's your name so, again, Kevin? Because this uh, episode is John Banks focused. It, it is, yes, yes. My name is Greg Mitchell. I should really write Kevin on my screen where you are. <laughs> Let me put it on there. Kevin. So there's something when we used to do uh, more serious podcasts, even though we're a comedy podcast. You know, we got some, we got, we got a little too heavy at times. We knew that. But John used to say something. Speaking of John, that he was, he would be like, "We need to, we need to listen more." To the other side, we need to stop blocking out the other side when you're talking about political arguments and things like that. The problem that I always have with that is, oh shit, it's because John said it and it was no, smart. no, 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 no. When somebody, <laughs> when someone on the other side is just wanting to take away people's human rights, how do I, how do I, how do I, uh, you know, listen to that person? Well, it's not, it's not to say that you can't. I think the purpose is not to necessarily change your opinion, especially when it comes to uh, human rights violations or taking advantage of people. I mean, by all means, you can have the opinion that those people are dangerous and assholes. So it's not so much to change your own mind about it, but maybe see what you can do as an influence in society to try and help change their thinking, even though it might not be... But you know it's Feasible. probably fut- futile, and and I guess my point is is like where is the what's the benefit of a dial of me having a dialogue with someone who wants to take away women's rights or gay rights or trans rights or any of that you know basically let's just say it Florida you know basically it's just Florida <laughs> how do you fight fight Florida how do you fight like how am I supposed to how am I supposed to listen to someone who believes in that um. Well, because I, I think if, again, I mean, my, my opinion is that I think if you ask people questions, right, and you and, and even no matter how they answer, answer them, right, what you're doing is you're planting seeds, and, and maybe those seeds bear fruit, and maybe they don't, but it's, I, you know, if you, I, I guarantee you this, if you don't have those conversations, and that person's in an echo chamber, that person will never change their views, unless something crazy happens, Right. Whatever that would be, like you know, unless they realize ten years down the road that they were trans, right? And then they'd be like, "Oh shit!" So, which could happen because I think a lot of times the reason people are so upset by things like that is because it's a it's a very you know we've talked about it. It's a, it's a threat. It's a threat yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. So then you get mad because ah, it's a threat. So anyway, not funny. <laughs> That's yeah, I guess, always funny. <laughs> well, I, I, I the only reason that I brought I, I actually I thought about that recently, um, and I don't remember why. Uh, but I thought about that that recently, and when Greg introduced this topic of of changing minds, you know, that's it. Just feels sometimes like there's just no there's just no getting through to certain people, and and then that's also you know some might say that's me being egotistical because I'm saying my view is right. But okay, I'm not sure that my view is right on everything, but I feel like human rights it is. You know, I want people to have equality. So how do you? I guess it's hard for me to reconcile. Well, it is difficult. Obviously, it's difficult to reconcile with somebody that's opinion is maybe hate-filled or oppressive. And obviously, that's a difficult thing. So I think that sometimes people, opinions are formed for shock value. And we are also going to talk about this, hopefully, as we get into the episode, because I did research on it, is you you link into a certain group of society— and then you kind of swallow all of their ideologies that 
you want to reinforce and everything that kind of sticks with you. And that helps to solidify your opinion. You feel like you belong to a group and then you just relish. I think, I think people relish being assholes and playing devil's advocate oftentimes. And, um, they don't realize that what they're doing is creating real trauma and damage. And they don't, sometimes they don't give a shit, but if you don't have, if you don't have the dialogue, I refuse to be cynical about it because I think that you can probably change one mind at a time. I don't think you can change a whole group at once because a group is dangerous and kind of moves on its own. But individuals in that in that group, usually, you can talk to. And I think I think you just treat those conversations like I just like to treat those conversations as I just like think of it like I'm curious and I'm a reporter and I want to find out as I want to find out as much about you and why you I'm a crub reporter see and I got a bunch of questions <laughs> I'm gonna John shows up with like a hat and a little <laughs> he's got like a press, press thing in there <laughs> yeah. he's got a little well, no, notepad if I, if I don't think like that then I take it then, then I get I get heated right because I, I disagree with a lot of that stuff but, but I find like I don't so if I argue with someone I don't he change he gets like I, a I, microwave in July yeah <laughs> <laughs> he gets like the house he's currently staying in <laughs> Yes, hot. I get Very real hot. hot. <laughs> humid. Humid, even. He gets like a Maxim magazine cover in 2004. Sweaty. Look, I think, I think I'm, I'm someone who has a lot of empathy. Not for you two, but for other people. And I think that, like, it's hard. Burn. You know, when you... <laughs> that, was a, that was a pretty good burn. But, uh, you know, it's hard to, to listen and, uh, you know, have a dialogue and, and try to understand someone who's so you know, against everybody having equal rights. And that, I guess that's, that's my whole point. So that's all, but we should yeah, continue and, with the episode. And I want you to know that like what I'm going to tell you and how I'm going to talk about changing, changing minds and stuff like that isn't to make you necessarily conform to their dogma or their, you know, opinions it's more so it's more so to maybe help them see the light cuz i promise you we are not right about a lot of shit we think of course <laughs> and, yeah, and, yeah and i think just having an open mind somewhere along the way all of us kind of close our open minds even though we like to proudly suggest that that we are open minded we've kind of we kind of develop these habits and and we have these these friends that don't challenge us because if you're friends with people that are constantly challenging you get annoyed of, with them so Everyone's kind of marches together arm in arm with the same opinions on on a lot of things. A lot of things that matter. A lot of opinions that we have is shit that doesn't fucking matter. And it I I don't have a lot it's amazing how many things I don't have opinions on. And I most of my opinions don't matter. I, like most of the things that I really care about and look at in the world, they really don't matter. Well, like, you know, like like Greg and I, you know, sports, like the you know, how we feel about you know, certain things involving sports, it doesn't really matter, but we have strong opinions on it. Right. Right. And very attached to it. Like you're and very, very attached, very attached right? yeah. like emotionally. And there's like a tribe. Don't get me started tribal. on what's happening in college football right now. Oh God. Well, I don't even want to talk about it because I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, I don't know what's happening in college football. Yeah. And I just learned that colleges have football teams. All right. No. I'm going to mute both of you guys and go on a tirade <laughs> <laughs> for the next 40 minutes. Damn it, we never should have given complete control to Kevin. He's not a benevolent god. Not sure that you gave me control. Pretty sure I took it. Yeah, he did. He's a fucking control freak. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to change the password everything tonight. I'm going to take the power back. Take, take the, the, power the power back, back to the people. <laughs> so how do we change minds? Much of this uh research came from Freakonomics. No, oh, I love Freakonomics. Yeah, you do, John. God damn it, you do. I really do. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And you know who doesn't? Kevin. I like Freakonomics. Well, he only likes them when they talk about college football. Yeah, not a lot Not a lot of episodes <laughs> on that. Not a lot of that. I bet they have one where they do talk about sports, though. <laughs> I, I believe it, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to do some self-editing. Because are, we ta- are we talking about the, uh, the podcast? Because uh, I've not read about- the book. Yeah, I've not read the book either. I think, I think John got me the book one year. Like oh, yeah. the first one. I did. Thanks, John. You're he welcome. did a little inscription. Dear Greg, and then someday I'm going to teach you how to read, and you can read this book. <laughs> so, I know you're not going to read this, but here's a book for your bookshelf. I'm going to, I'm going to read it to you every night when I tuck you in. Oh, <laughs> it's very tender. Here's a bunch of things. Here's a bunch of articles of things that are counterintuitive. 
That's basically Freakonomics. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know your assumptions about gold? They're wrong. <laughs> Turns out it's a gateway to hell. (laughs) Gold kills babies. Gold kills babies. Has no value. (laughs) And it's going to give you cancer. So give me your gold. Signed for (laughs) economics. All right. Here's an interesting fact. Legislators in several Republican-controlled states are pushing to eliminate the death penalty. Why is that interesting? Well, we probably know. Because most Republicans have typically been in favor of the death penalty. They've said it's a deterrent against the most horrific crimes and a fitting penalty when such crimes do occur. But a lot of Republicans have come to believe the death penalty does not deter crime. They also say the lengthening legal appeals on death penalty cases are too costly for taxpayers. It's also are- it also counters their pro-life beliefs. And that was my next sentence. Some Shit. Republicans also cite moral concerns with the death penalty because you're taking a life. And a well, lot you're, of them. T- you're taking a life, and there's, you know, and then we've proven over and over again. There's been all these cases where it's not people we kill innocent people. That happens. Right. Mm-hmm. So then but it's like that's just like worth- in the death penalty episode. We learned that that happens more often to people of color. And remember, that was one of our friendlier episodes. That was. Ironically, yes, it was. It was. And that's why I believed in you two. And you constantly let me down. Listen, when you, when you, when you have a, a method of, of death that includes throwing a person to a sack with, what, a snake and what all, what all was it? A snake, a hyena, and a... I'll do a hyena. But... I think it's a monkey, oh, okay. you a idiot. Monkey, a snake, a monkey, and a cheetah? <laughs> Or it's like a lion or something, and a trampoline. I can't remember. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough to get and a grenade, watch. and a turkey. <laughs> really, the animals turkey. weren't necessary when you put the grenade in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And a Rubik's cube <laughs> with a pen in the middle. If you solve it, that would the, the Rubik's cube is how like it it opened the lock to the bag. To the sack, <laughs> which you could have just used a snake to fucking <laughs> like push through. Or, the... you know, it was a bag. You could have just ripped it open. <laughs> it was a paper bag, and they threw you into some water, so it got soggy. <laughs> They're trying to test your metal. <laughs> okay, guys, so we've all changed our minds at some point about something. Maybe, maybe you were a cat person, and now you're a dog person. Maybe you decided the place you lived or the person you loved or the religion you followed needed to be changed. Sure, they're not working for you anymore. Go ahead and do it. But changing your mind is rarely easy and it's not something you set out to do. Although, if you're like most people, you would very much like other people's people to change their minds. Like Kevin was saying, he's not so much against his own opinions, he's against other people's opinions. So that was a way way quicker way for me to say what I originally wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey everybody! That's conform- why I call you the Cliff's Notes of HDI. <laughs> oh, and I I thought it was an insult. I call him Greg Jordash jeans. <laughs> That's what I call him. Because <laughs> you ever seen him in a pair of Jordash jeans? Nothing. Ass for miles. Nothing comes between me and my Jordash. <laughs> Just my bat wings. <laughs> See, I've always been more of a Zeke Averici guy. Oh, I don't even know what that we're means. We're getting some big sponsorship. <laughs> When we build our time machine. <laughs> I'm a size 48. <laughs> Jordash. God, could you imagine if I was a size... I wish I was a size 48. <laughs> I wish you were wearing Jordash jeans. I really do. <laughs> yeah, I Jordash jorts would be even better. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Like homemade jorts. <laughs> oh, oh are the, the overall shorts. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hard to oh yeah. Oh, mm. boy. That was not a great look. Mm-mm. And it's coming back. Super functional. I mean, yeah, I get that. Who needs a belt? <laughs> Not this guy. Or, or pants legs. <laughs> or legs on your pants. Well, look how hot it is where you are. That's right, John. You, would, you could really use a pair of those right true, now. Yeah. Denim makes you sweaty. That oh. is true. And how that about when it gets wet? There's nothing worse than wearing a wet pair of I'll bet jeans. John would be a lot like cooler temperature-wise if he got rid of that beard. Yeah, it's probably well, only it's probably only eighty four degrees where he is, but that beard's bringing up the heat index. Hey, when you finally decide to shave it, will you do it live on the show? Um, Our show's yes, not right after I shave my balls live on the show. Fine, that's cool. No, no, I mean, YouTube's <laughs> pretty <laughs> lax. If I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I like how he says that like it's a fucking threat. <laughs> 
and we mm. don't want to see it. Hey, well, sure, sure, I'll shave the beard, but you're also getting something you don't want. Surprise, sucker. <laughs> Surprise, sucker. Like to- we are <laughs> into it. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. I'm a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the default to everything. Okay, so whatever, changing your mind. Um, uh, let's see, because changing your mind, oh, changing your mind could could mean admitting on some level that you used to be wrong. And, you know, some people are super stubborn about that shit. It can be seen as an act of weakness, even heresy. According to Robert Saplowski, a professor of neuroscience at Stanford University, a kind of half neurobiologist and half primatologist, for about 30 years, he's divided his time between your basic rab lat neuro, rab, rat lab <laughs> That's not easy. Sound it out, Craig. You're going to get there. Okay, you know, there's rats in there in a lab, that kind of stuff. Neurons. They have neurons. And growing in petri dishes and then studying populations of wild. He's done a bunch of shit and science-y stuff, so fuck it. He said... Uh, he I'm made complete- a Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> that is he good. made an incredible Hulk with gamma radiation. Unfortunately, the Hulk died of <laughs> severe cancer two <laughs> days later. Really aggressive cancer. <laughs> But for two days, incredibly strong. And he went out on a rampage. Rest in peace, Bruce Banner. Poor guy. Okay, so he went on to say, I'm completely of the school of mind. Oh, of the school that the mind is entirely the manifestation of brain. So when there's a change in mind, there's got to be a neurobiological underpinning. In other words, your mind and your brain are the same. So your mind is a manifestation of your brain. You know, you know what? Like you know what's interesting about this is that it, it actually you know you you brought you started by talking about John's previous episode, and this go this is a complete opposite view of John's episode, right? Because John's episode was about like that we're predestined in some ways to do stuff based on data that things are cyclical. This right. is more like you're talking about the science of that you know of your that your brain is controlling stuff, right? But. But your brain, but what he's saying is just so your neural pathways get carved out. And so if you have this opinion, that's actually part of, like, it's literally part of your brain. Right. Right. So it's carved in your neural pathway. So then. It doesn't necessarily contradict what John's. Uh, right. To change said. To, And you can change it, but to change it, it's like, it's like a big deal to change those neural pathways. It's a lot of work to change a neural pathway. Yeah. But I mean, it, but, but still like there's, what was it? 50 years or whatever. The, the thing that that guy came up with. Was that is about fifty years and something yeah, yeah, major yeah, would happen? Yeah, about, you know, so 50 years. so if you're saying that, then that has to be counterintuitive or counter to the to the the idea of the neural pathways, right? I I, I don't know see is, it, but you could be right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't see what you're saying. It doesn't make any sense at all, Kevin. To really? me, but that might be because I'm super stupid. Oh, that's true. But I I oh. think that you're super stupid, Kevin. <laughs> And well, here's the thing. All right, so I brought it up last episode that there's change, change your opinion, yeah. <laughs> change our minds on that. You know what? All right, fine. <laughs> it was easier than we thought. Um, no, what I'm saying is that is that if you're you, like the, the idea of being being predestined is almost like like we we lack control over over outcomes based on 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 data and the the, the fact that some that things are cyclical. Whereas, if it's our brains, if if it's our brains, then we should have more more power to to control it. Correct? <laughs> Am I? And I and I ask this completely out of respect. Am I on a punk show right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm I'm gonna, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so John's it. thing was mo- almost more <laughs> like, the, like, sort of like. Oh, you like can it's say the, it again. <laughs> no, no, no. Like that. It's the, it's the, it's the universe that things are going to happen. Almost no, like no, that wasn't the. I wasn't saying it was. It was saying that well, humanity repeats itself over and over. Right, but but based on on the data, it's going to repeat itself like this, almost as if like kind of. You know what I brought up last time is that how, you know. You could make the argument if you're someone who believes in atoms and particles and all that stuff that we're made up of all these things that we have no free will. I think I brought that up last time that that we that because these 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 small little things are going to do whatever the hell they want, how do we control them? And to me, that is more what in I'm, line with what I'm not, John I'm was saying, sh- unless sure they're how- 
Craig but is, how does this research contradict that? Well, if Being it's, able if to it's, just purely change your mind about like maybe even like a mundane thing or something dramatic and big, how does the ability to change your mind? You mean because just the very act of being able to change your mind takes away? Yeah, because it seems like the, with with or, the other stuff, it almost seems well. It almost seems predisposed in the in the previous episode. Whereas this almost this seems more like we have more control over. Well, but but we do but minds. we do have control of those moments. So the moments come up every fifty years, but the moments don't necessarily end in civil war or in you know. Like, so, so you know that was a thing because we we had one. You know, we made it. So we had a civil war, and then we made it through, right? So we made it through the other Yeah, that side. was my understanding, too. The outcomes yeah. weren't necessarily faded. The, it was yeah, more so the outcomes aren't faded, but the basically blueprint it's like, kind of repeats itself over and yeah, over again. He, he's but, showing that every 50 years, there's these cycles in humanity where, you know, and it's just, it's probably because, especially in democracies, it's like everybody, you, you know, know we super all, funny we, is Kevin just made himself the dumbest guy on the podcast again. What, he did? Yeah, he did. How's uh, that? Because he just didn't understand your last episode. <laughs> I understood the last episode, but I'm saying like there is a certain amount. <laughs> I know. Of, I'm just kidding. Sorry. There you're is still a certain smart. amount of pre, of of you know of of just like less control. I feel like like what we talked about last time was less control versus what you're talking about now. It's like okay. being it's like being believing in right. an, in astrology versus not. Well, but but humans have control because humans we've been able to a lot of times steer ourselves away from falling into the abyss. Okay, right. So then I would say that it would it would line up with what he's talking about because we you can spin it any way you want, John. <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't know why the results keep coming back to me being wrong, though. <laughs> no, that's not. That's it's not a thing. Me I being mean, wrong. here's the thing, Kevin. <laughs> I'm about to launch my network marketing company, and this theory is a key, <laughs> key center thing to make it work. If you poke holes in this, I stand to lose millions so, of dollars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I I think I was speaking a little bit broader. We got a little specific there, but just about the idea that you know control versus not having control. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. keep that keep that thought and that little argument in your head not argument but but your your thought and just see if it if it proves itself correct or if it contradicts what i'm about to say how much longer is this episode 17 more hours, hours. <laughs> guys it's gonna go really fast i mean have you ever been to the dmv before <laughs> i have it's the does, same it's does not the go same fast. thing yeah we're on number three and your number is 1595,365 that's not a number that is a number. Okay, Sapolsky <laughs> has said, in fact, uh, <laughs> has in fact changed his own mind quite a lot. And he started pretty early. He says, I was raised as an Orthodox Jew in a major neighborhood specializing in that, in Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't know how you specialize in Orthodox Judaism, but I'm sure he knows because that's where he was raised. Is it a? Is it like a martial art form? <laughs> Do you know? He's, he's got his... He got, he got his latke belt. Is that flying crane? No, that is Orthodox Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and somewhere Crouching when I was about tire, tiger <laughs> hidden Orth- Orthodox Chala. Jew. <laughs> this is what makes the episodes longer. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'll shut up for don't apologize. The episode. I think it's super funny. <laughs> and somewhere when I was around at the age of fourteen, something changed, and that change probably involved updating every molecule in my body. In that, I sort of realized this is nonsense. There's no God, there's no free will, there's no purpose, and I have not been capable of a shred of a religious religiosity or spirituality ever since. So that's a little cynical. Maybe, maybe not. But he did indeed change his mind. One thing Sapolsky noticed about mind changing is that it's easier when you're younger. Just noticing the general phenomenon that we get less open to novelty as we get older so he kind of worked up a theory and he ends up saying that and these are probably things that you've heard before like people people are stuck in the fashion that they had when they were like 15 years old Mm -hmm. they still listen to the same fucking music they did when they were in their 20s and if you didn't if you didn't try eating sushi by the time you're like in your mid-20s you're probably not going to try it now we get very set in our ways and my mom's never had sushi my parents, my parents, my dad had it in Japan during during uh, the Vietnam War and said it was he didn't like it. I'm like, I feel like that should well, be pretty good. 
But at the yeah. same time, a war was going on, so maybe he is he was like yeah, he's associating true. the two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every time he ate like a piece of of salmon, he was thinking about okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. It's fucking dark. It's, I, I agree with you. It's the, the music thing is interesting because I, I I'm a music fan, as you guys know, and I I it's not I definitely I what I like to say about you. I definitely, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm pretty compared to my friends. I'm pretty good at keeping up with newer stuff, and still I gravitate towards stuff that I listened to when I was younger. Yeah. I'm same. I'm exactly the and, same. And I, I know was. some people that like don't listen to anything post, you know, when they were 23 years old. You know, like it's that's that's it. That's their window of music, and they're not gonna they they don't really want to venture out from that. Yeah, I have a buddy that listens to grunge. And that's it. And that's it. Like, yeah. Grunge. Play me some grunge, man. It's like, fuck. It's like, how many times have you heard the song? Like, do you yeah, really, right. like, you need to hear, I mean, I love, I love grunge music. <laughs> like, I grew up on that, you know, but, you know, Smells Like Teen Spirit comes on and I'm not yeah. like, fuck yeah. <laughs> when Finally. was the last time I heard this? <laughs> when I was a teenager. <laughs> Actually, think, it was a week yeah. ago. <laughs> I think I'm the opposite. I, I don't gravitate towards that music that much like it's, yeah. it's it's way more common. well you grew up in the south <laughs> well but i'm saying like you know like like 90s hip-hop was you know i listened to that growing up um yeah and you know and and when i and i will and i will listen to it and it does take me back it's, very it's a nostalgic, nostalgic thing sure yeah and it's like yeah. puts me in this time of my life where it was so stress-free and you know all this stuff but but i actually like listening to to like newer music just because i don't know it's just i, I like trying to not get into a habit of it like and I and don't get me stuff. wrong. I listen to a ton of new music, but yeah. I do find myself going back to older stuff a, a decent amount more yeah. more so yeah. than maybe I would have thought. So, John, I think <clears throat> I think what we're discussing is is maybe the effort that's required to listen to more music, and maybe most people are listening to music to relax and unwind, and it's kind mm. of like doing that with like everyone. Like people watch The Office. Like over and oh, yeah, over yeah. and right. over again because call. it's yeah. super yeah, yeah. easy watching and you don't have to think about it. And you can be on I've your seen phone Rick the whole and Morty fucking time. Seven thousand times. You've seen what? I'm sorry. Rick and Morty. Like that's yeah. you know like that's yeah, my, I, my I totally show to like, that the, like I've, sometimes I've seen each late, episode like ten times. Late at night, if I if I just need to if I need to unwind, I'd prefer to watch something I've already seen. Yeah, it's yeah. just easier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're not and it take and you have to challenge yourself a lot to listen to new music. Well, it also takes a lot of effort. Like, I mean, it takes a lot of time yeah. because you have to you have to look for it. It's easier nowadays because of things like Spotify, but it is it's it's work to to keep up with music for sure. I just say always play me Taylor Swift's uh <laughs> song list and uh I get a lot of the new music. Did you guys did to. you guys go to the Eras tour? Did you guys see the Eras tour? I did not. I missed it and I wanted yeah. to see it, but I, was, I didn't I want to spend Washington. 6 billion dollars yeah. on it. So it's it's obviously related. It was phenomenal. To, <laughs> I'm sure it was. I'm sure, I didn't. I'm, I didn't. I didn't I'm sure it would be. I'm sure she puts on an amazing. Oh, I would 100. Yeah, if someone's like, "Hey, I, I got a free I, ticket to Taylor Swift. You want to go?" I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah I want to go." It'd be so fun. I bet yeah. it's so fun. Yeah, she's wonderful. Yeah, we the three of us would have gotten free tickets from somebody. We would have been like, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll go." <laughs> Cut to us like all singing every wheel, every word. <laughs> For sure. Like there's not a kid in sight near us. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just the three of us. Yeah, we just we just took ourselves. So, so you could see how this is kind of related to opinions as well, because forming. I don't know if I already said that or not, but it, probably. Forming, I, I got to pee. You guys can keep going. <laughs> forming forming new opinions are just you a challenge. We got this. <laughs> okay. Forming new opinions. Please go on. <laughs> That's fine. I like the bike shorts he's wearing right now. Yeah, I mean, they do look. Are they bike or basketball? I, oh, maybe there. He does look a little bit like uh, who's that basketball player from the eighties? Oh, he's tall, right? So he's you know he could he could actually. Be if it wasn't for his lack of athletic ability, he could have been a basketball player. Totally, yeah. he can't do anything. But that what's really funny is he looks just like Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler is stuck in the exact same fashion that he had when he was a teenager because he still plays pickup basketball games and they always show that on social media and shit and he's wearing the same long ass fucking basketball shorts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he hasn't progressed at all yeah, but it's, it's Kevin, Kevin is our Adam Sandler. He kind so. of hey, should I really continue? Yeah, keep going. <laughs> okay. So we're going to tie this into to science a little bit um, because obviously Sapolsky was is a biologist like I mentioned and the thing that floored him he said is you could take a lab rat and look at when it's life 
look at its life and it's hold on a second this sentence is fucking bullshit <laughs> like that's a miserable life if he you're said, a lab right he that said is a that was existence. a miserable one <laughs> yeah. but then as a biologist the thing that floored me is you take a lab rat and you look at when in its life it's willing to try a novel type of food and it's exactly the same curve so rats are like humans in that when they get to a certain age they won't try new things either all of the things they're doing is like in a steady routine. And the, and a lot of people don't know that rats get very divided uh, on ideology. They so, sure do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you got like half of them who don't believe that the person controlling them is a god, and the other half do, and it's gets nasty. It's it gets ugly, ugly in those fucking <laughs> in those fucking cages, man. <laughs> the equivalent of a ten-year-old rat lab rat. <laughs> They're eating broccoli just as much as a 10-year-old human does. They've literally tested that with them. And late adolescence, early adulthood, there's, there's this sudden no. craving for novelty. No, I didn't. Kevin was here the whole time. Yep. And that's when primates pick up and leave their home troops and transfer into new ones. And then by the time you're middle-aged rat, you're never going to try anything new for the rest of your rat fucking life. Because <laughs> you're a rat bastard. You're a rat mm, and you bastard. You have to go back. I, admit, I miss so much. Basically, what Zapolsky was saying was that animals behave much the same way humans do. And they've been tested and, and studied in their cages. And You really uh, get set in ways when you're a things. teenager. Yeah, they're brain. like teenagers. They're like, Mom, you can't make me do my homework. <laughs> then like, I got a project in the morning. I need to get some poster board. <laughs> Why are you doing it's 10 o'clock at night? Oh, my you're, God. Yeah, you're in high school. What are you doing poster boards? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a rat. <laughs> Aren't you getting your PhD? Like, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> you're in AP chemistry, kid. What I'm just fuck? a rat, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to become a chef. I think I feel pretty good for a rat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> except for my judgy mom. I don't have thumbs. I don't have thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have thumbs. I have so physics. many limitations. <laughs> <laughs> my tail freaks people out. I literally have every to time someone sees me in a restaurant, they run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be me, guys. <laughs> okay, mm. <laughs> I'm I'm editing this as we go because we're never going to make it through all this stuff. You went back to old Greg. When you Which used to have 17 pages of notes every episode. I, I did, actually don't have that many pages of notes. It's just fucking bullshit. So there's a comment. <laughs> it's, it's all pointless and meaningless. It's all meaningless. <laughs> fucking this podcast is bullshit. <laughs> Change what your mind life, or don't. Man? I don't give a fuck what you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. When, I, when we talk about changing your mind, we need to acknowledge that every situation is different. Let's say someone in your family holds a position that you find rather odious, odious or repulsive. Why do you find that repulsive? Maybe you think they're ignoring the facts, but can't people hold different positions based on the same facts? Maybe you feel their position lacks moral reasoning, but who said morality is one size fits all? Or maybe, just maybe, they hold the opposite position simply because it's the opposite. So Julia, we call them Schvet- trolls. Yeah, we call them trolls. So Julia Schwetz went on to study people. She had a bunch of fucking arrangements. Some people just like to play devil's advocate for one, and other people latch into an opinion, and no matter what you do to them, given any kind of science or information or anything like that, if they've made something their life's work, they're never going to change it because it could potentially embarrass them and the thing that i was thinking of like when i was reading about that was like dr fauci dr fauci came across as a very you know controversial figure because he was very scientific and he was giving information and and he was very divisive because he was either reinforcing people fucking hating him or he was reinforcing people loving him and and treating him like a, a god and as more details came out about the the um, the virus that we were all learning about, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I'm talking about COVID nineteen. Uh, as more information came the out, cocoa, <laughs> cocoa, as we like, that's what we're calling it. We're calling it cocoa, the Corona COVID. Yeah. As info came out, you know, it was going to change. So not everything he was going to say at the beginning uh, is going to, you know, be 
completely agreeable to what he's saying towards the end. So, you know, there should be some subtle nuance between shit that's going on and we're learning as we go, but people love the aha gotcha moment because you're saying we should wear a mask. Now you're saying we shouldn't. Now you're saying we should again. Fuck you guys. You're keeping my rights and, you know, there's got to be some fucking... 9-11 was an inside job. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And Fauci fucking blew a plane. Keeps going and going, yeah. So it's kind of... These opinion things, it's just so fucking stupid. All of us, all of us, I think, as people just need to... Okay, we're all going to make the best decision that we possibly can on any topic that's important. Be it climate change, the death penalty, uh, COVID-19. We're all going to try to do something to protect our families, protect ourselves. And I don't think that we need to kind of see it as so black and white. It's either my way or the highway. I think there's certain things that... Like like climate change and and COVID, Dr. Fauci, all that stuff. I, I feel like it's it's weird that that cert, that sometimes people decide what they're what science they're going to agree with and what science they're not going to agree with. You know what I mean? And I think that that's that's the thing that I, I found really puzzling about about one of the things I found really pu- puzzling about the the divide in, as far as COVID is concerned because it's like. Okay, if you're diagnosed with cancer, if you're diagnosed with this, if you have to do this, if you, you're going to go to a hospital, you're going to get medical treatment, you're going to do all this stuff, and then the same doctors are saying, "Hey, this thing's really bad. You should wear a mask." Fuck you! Don't trip fringe on my rights. It's like, wait, why all of a sudden did you decide not to not to believe the doctors? Why did why did you why are you picking and choosing what you're going to believe based this when things are both based in science? And it's, it's it's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm not I'm not really as as much as I sound like I'm attacking people. I'm not. I think it's an interesting thing that people want to choose what parts they're going to believe. Yeah, and I I think it's because most people approach these issues from an emotional standpoint. Sure. And they're and a convenient standpoint. <laughs> and also a group that they identify with and an ideology that they identify with. And they don't want to deviate from that because later on when you go to talk shit about the other group or people that have opposing viewpoints you want to make sure that you fit right in mm-hmm. which John, is sad when that becomes an issue based when things when people are dying when millions of people are well, dying. well so so i so for like I, you know i think when it like on the covid stuff once we knew that it the vaccine did not stop the spread but certainly helped with the effects of it right i feel like at that point then they should you know like I, I feel like we went too far with it Right. And we use like the other side, use science to go too far with it because it's like, okay, at that point, it is a personal choice. You're no longer. So in other words, if we all have the if, I, if you two have the vaccine and I don't, I'm no more or less or more likely to give you the, the, the covid or for you to get covid from me. But your symptoms will most likely be far better than mine. Right. But as far as so, so that's a personal choice at that point, And it's no benefit to society. Right. But no, that's but a very really good. That's a very good point. Society. But it, it took a really long time to land there. Yeah, yeah, it took yeah. a real long time to land. Yeah, and, and there was misinformation from all sides. I mean, because initially when yeah. they said the vaccine was going to come out, it was going to prevent you from getting COVID. They, I mean, they told you when you got, if you got COVID once, you were kind of one and done. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought, oh, I lived through COVID. That's over. Check that off. But, but to your point, Greg, like things, everything was, was, it was, it was. It's fluid, man. It was fluid. We didn't know. Like, you know, people didn't, we didn't know what this thing was going to do. We just keeping it loose, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Could have given just, us a four hour boner. We, we got to stay agile. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Light on your feet. Could go this way. Could go this way. We don't know. Cause it's a novel virus. <laughs> <laughs> novel my brain's, my brain's no not flexible that, anymore. Yeah. That means new. It's a new virus. It's a new one never before virus the, that wrote yeah, a long book. Is right, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a novella. <laughs> it, it. So, guys, there were, there were a lot of opinions about uh, about being able to change your mind. And there's a lot more research. If you want to learn more, contact me. But we're going to kind of wrap this up because it's been going on for a little Go bit. Go to www.historydefeatsitself slash gregmitchelltalks.com. <laughs> if you want to hear four more hours on this topic... <laughs> Just make sure you email do not reply at hbi.com. <laughs> there's also sections of Greg eating soup if you're into <laughs> that weird noise thing. And there's Listen, a lot of, everyone there's wants a lot of... to see you eat soup because that apparently is a real challenge for you. <laughs> it is a challenge. I, I even made that really interesting video of me feeding soup to John with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> that 
has only gotten a couple views, but I feel like it's building momentum. <laughs> yeah. Both of them were now. me too. Yeah, I love I love that video. It's fantastic. I go to sleep every night with. The weird thing is, I have way more dexterity with my left foot than my right. That is weird. Didn't expect that, that. was the weird part. Absolutely, that was, that was the only weird part. That was the only weird part. Everything but, but else was like, perfectly normal. The, the viewpoint was from each of our testicles. <laughs> that was the viewpoint of the video. You know, you know, it's an angle. It's an uh, angle too seldom used. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start wrapping it up a little bit. Okay. It's kind of a last call. It's kind of whatever. This is how I'm finishing it. So let's hope it's everyone. Everyone join hands and pray it's cohesive. <laughs> Zapolsky, the guy. Like another hand, it's a hands across America, Greg edition. <laughs> That's right. Zapolsky said we are basically hardwired to divide the world into us and thems. And to not like the, the, the thems a whole lot. He goes on to discuss that years ago as he studied the brain, the pervasive belief was that the brain cells only die. But further studying revealed that the hippocampus actually produces new brain cells throughout your lifetime. This goes to prove that not only can we continue to grow, but we should be able to adapt our thinking to new information. If you're open-minded... My biggest issue with an inability to change your mind and opinion is that we will continue to lack understanding and empathy towards differing opinions. We are stopping ourselves from learning because we already think we know it all. We should be able to hash out our own viewpoints by <clears throat> taking in thoughts that oppose our own. That's where counter or cancel culture is dangerous. People are too afraid to ask questions out of fear of being ostracized. Of course, there's the obvious right and wrongs in society like what kevin's talking about like oppressing people's rights and and what have you um i'm not looking for ways to justify committing crimes like that but more nuanced things like social awareness that can be heightened with people being more open to to change and listening to others opinions like what 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 would fall into that social awareness category well, I think maybe things like um, the way people choose to pair up or maybe not even pair up. Maybe people like thruple up or quadruple or whatever. I think we kind of need called to... It's called a tripod. <laughs> it's called a tripod. Know. I don't know if that's so, true or not. So there's all kinds of social... I think that's three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, is that what you were talking about? <laughs> that's what I was talking about. What were you saying? <laughs> so so okay so you're saying like like challenging the quote-unquote social norms to some degree and and like yeah like and and it wouldn't i don't think it would hurt to to go back to kind of a way of thinking of live and let live if you're not hurting anybody yeah. and they're not doing any damage to someone innocent let them fucking go if john wants to go see some person that's going to wear high heels and step on his nutsack I mean, granted, that's going to hurt, but he's going to, he likes that kind of pain. But it's mm-hmm. right. Well, it's the only Let way I can it. feel the other kind of pain. It's all tied together. <laughs> that's, and that's fine. To get so a good I'm, cry, step on my balls. It's, and it's okay. It's totally fine. So with a, with a stiletto too, on top of that, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it, it pierces. <laughs> it definitely, yeah, I would believe that. Yeah. So, and you know, many conservatives are turned off by woke by woke culture because it represents an uncomfortable shift in personal paradigms. And I think that conservatives, um, speaking off the top of my head, I think conservatives are afraid that we're, we're losing touch with what identified and informed their own childhood and how they thought, uh, you know, maybe a nuclear family was the right way to go. And I think every time something new comes out like a new lifestyle for example it's so uncomfortable to their the way they their ideologies their their paradigm that they see it as a threat so they get fucking pissed and they think people are way too sensitive but when when indeed they're the ones that are sensitive honestly that's a really good point it is they're the ones that are sensitive yeah they want to fucking change it so my conclusion on the topic that thoroughly discusses the physiologies that the psychology behind our opinions is much more fascinating. You know that, guys. I'm kind of more of a psych guy. Um, as Here people... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to wrap it up. This is the last call. It's almost <laughs> over. As people, we want to find middle ground with friends, coworkers, and family. 
So much of our identity revolves around our opinions and a sense of belonging to a social group that we admire. It is risky to run against the grain of a political party that you identify with or a friend group you're trying to impress. But if we took the time to analyze and evaluate our stances, even if our opinions don't change, at the very least, we can understand and engage with people that think differently. And honestly, there are not a ton of topics that matter so much that we should fight over them. <clears throat> so at the end of but the day, But what if you guys, know you're always right? Like, what am I supposed to do? You're just supposed to suffer in purity. How do... Pure what? You're pure. Oh, you're the best. I'm the you're, yeah. Jesus. I'm the, the same, best around. Nothing's Jesus gonna ever keep me down. Problem. Yeah. 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 I, I'm often compared to Jesus by myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I say that about you too. That's true. That's yeah. true. But yeah. that's only because that's only because I uh, I got nothing. Well, you turn, <laughs> I got, you turn you turn two lo- you turn a loaf of bread into ten loaves of bread and water into wine. So yeah. No, I don't turn water into wine. I buy wine. No. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever. It was free. So. <laughs> that's true. So guys, let's sign off by it. let's sign off by toasting to people that are open and minded enough to maybe not necessarily change their opinion, but at least reconsider and have empathy towards other. And hopefully, alcohol helps you lubricate that. Actually, Cheers. makes it way worse. Greg, are you still drinking that strawberry vodka thing? I mean, I paid for it. I got to finish it. <laughs> No, you don't have to. You're an adult. You can just not. It's terrible. You cannot finish it. You can just throw. You're, you know, there's a baby in the house, John. I can't leave open bottles of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> God, you're dumb. On that note, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>